Welcome to the Daily Thunder Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Rabar, beat writer for DailyThunder.com. Every week, we'll have guests ranging from national sports writers and local reporters to OKC celebrities and Thunder staff and players. Our guest this week is the one and only Jerry Ramsey, a.k.a. TV's Jerry Ramsey. You can hear him every weekday from noon to 3 p.m. on 107.7 The Franchise. He's a franchise player, he's a producer, he's a Thunder postgame host, he's a Sooners pregame host, and he hosts his own podcast entitled The Intimate. As you'll find out later, he's also our new Daily Thunder podcast producer. Sorry, Rachel. We will talk all things All-Star break, including unveiling Jerry's picks for this season's Fall Stars on this week's episode of the Daily Thunder podcast. This is the Daily Thunder podcast, and I am joined by TV's Jerry Ramsey. How are you doing, Jerry? No, oh, you're right. I'm annoyed. Just right, <laughs> just right off the bat, I am just completely annoyed. But not because of you. Right. To be clear, it's yes. because of our producer, my producer, Rachel Jameson. I wish that you, it's an audio medium, so they can't see the little quote, bunny ear quotes. The producer, yeah. No, she's doing a bang up job. I like how she <laughs> opened and closed the door. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, Rachel works at Magic 104, which is under the same umbrella. Yep, sister station. Uh, of the franchise, yep. 107.7, where Jerry Ramsey works. And so apparently Rachel's kind of a snob and doesn't hang out with you. <laughs> no, at all. And you're like a big deal. And she's just like a she's just like a weekend. I do, well, okay, first of all, and I see what you're doing here. First of all, she actually works in the radio, radio medium. Right. So all you podcasters, just, just chill real quick. She's actually <laughs> a qualified professional. I will give her that. But no, she works on the music side. Magic 104 has way better ratings than we do. And uh, she hangs out with all the cool Magic Man and Kara yeah. and all those. Yeah, she's a total snob. Yeah, like, she's she's always telling me about hanging out with Magic Man, Jesse Stone. That, all oh, those people. oh yeah. yeah, those cool people. Yeah, they're like besties. Like literally walking in here, I'm just like, I looked her in the eye. I was like, I know who you are. <laughs> Like, don't act like you don't know who I am. She was like doing that thing in high school where it's just like, hey, what's going on? Oh, God. Shh. If you ignore him, he'll go away. Not going away. I'm you know right what, here. You know what sucks is, is she's she's my producer, so she actually has final edit. She's going to oh, cut all God. this she's out. Gonna cut every bit of it out. All the good stuff. She's going to have me saying poop. That's all I'm going to say the entire damn podcast. And you said it. Yep. You just said it so oh, she can just it, loop it. Cut it right in. <laughs> TV's Jerry, what do you think about the thunder? Poop. Poop. Done. There we go. <laughs> and one last thing to, to be clear, we're actually in a franchise uh, production studio right now. <laughs> yes. Rachel didn't want to lug in our production equipment. She just had she just had Jerry set this whole thing up, so I honestly don't even know what she's here for. But she's sitting in the corner probably just looking at her Instagram. But, I mean, we need to hurry up and do our stuff so she can get to her Catwoman, <laughs> uh, whatever like party she's going to. Are you purposely dressed <laughs> like Catwoman? Is this something you do all the time? Uh, is there Batmans? Is that can I pluralize that? Are there Batmans? I don't know, but I'm digging the suit. Just go ahead and put the uh, cat whiskers on. You'll be in great shape, Crystal. <laughs> so, so let's talk about what we've been talking about yes. for a while, uh, and I'm excited about this. And we're going to get to this uh, towards the, the end of the show, but okay. we're going to do uh, the 2019-2020 
non all stars. Is that what you've been calling it? False stars. False. That's right. That's right. That's Hashtag right. false stars. That's right. That's yes. a much better name. <laughs> and so explain this because you came up with the idea. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of give this to you. Kind of tease what we're gonna do later on in this. Okay. Show. So basically, everybody did all star stuff, right? Everybody just kind of tumbles over themselves and all star weekend. By the way. I love the NBA, and I don't know if the NBA or basketball is your favorite sport. I don't know you that well, but like yeah, NBA you, and NFL are like hand co hand. number one for okay. me. Yeah, uh, I absolutely love NBA. I do love it more than anything else. I really do. And I thought that uh, this weekend made me very proud. Yes, especially because I, you know, I play with, I play, and I I work with former athletes. I've worked with former football players all over the place, but I get to stick my chest out and just like, hey. Our product is way better than your crap. Like it, it, your all star or your Pro Bowl or whatever. Right. Like it was awesome. It was every even the dunk contest that they screwed up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they did. They did screw it up, but ultimately it was still a good show. Yes, absolutely. So it was all awesome this weekend. So, uh, like I said, everybody goes out of the way to to focus on that. I thought because I'm always thinking contrary to stuff. Why don't we talk about the starters in the NBA that are like the worst? Right. starters in the NBA. Right. Just like you go down a list, you're like, oh my God, that guy starts? Oh my God, that guy's getting minutes. <laughs> and so I wanted to go down and basically find the worst starters in the NBA uh, and put them together. I have them in uh, point guard, shooting guard. I'm still position yes. uh, basketball. Yeah, I, me too. It's not front court, back court to me. I look at point guard all the way through center. Just like I tell my wife, I've been married a long time, but I still believe in positions. It's not <laughs> positionless. And it's not just one big position. It's a multitude of them. Uh, uh, but five in particular here, and I got point guard, shooting guards, all that good stuff. So I have my five starting fall stars here, and, and I'll tell you who almost made the cut and stuff like that. But yes, I have a solid starting fall stars yes. uh, list right in front of me. Fantastic. So, so I did want to talk about first, though, the all-star. We can just get a little more detail sure. because uh, the Thunder are on a break right now. And so everybody's been talking about the All-Star game. What did you think of the new format? The whole, it reset at the end of yeah, each quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they accumulated the points at the end. They added the 24. What did you think? And and it was suggested by Chris Paul, which yeah. was cool. Uh, you've talked to me long enough. Like I said, that we've just we've sort of gotten together this year. Like right. we're, we've been only going out for less than a season <laughs> now, so you you don't know me as well as some of the other people. But you know, I'm not a smart guy. Like you've talked to me <laughs> enough, where you know I'm not that bright. Uh, so, but we're close enough also to be talking about positions <laughs> and, and things like that. Oh, so yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that was first conversation. That, that was first date. That's just that's just me on a on a bus bench. <laughs> um, and I work I work with a really smart guy, Gabe Eichard. Right. who was academic All-American and all that stuff, too. So we're going over the rules, and he's reading them, and very comprehensive and sounds like he has it all put together. And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> what? Duh? And I, I didn't get it. I didn't get – like, I got that they were going to play every quarter like it mattered. I remember the old CBA, the Continental Basketball Association, right? right? They used to play quarters to keep the, uh, the guys engaged. Those guys are G-leaguers now, but they would play quarters <laughs> to keep those guys engaged, and so right. they would win quarters. I got that. I got that part. Okay. Yeah. But then, okay, so there's a charity after every quarter. Okay, okay. Right. Got it, got it. All right. So now, in the fourth quarter, we're going to take the cumulative score of the East and West, and we're going to add 24 because of Kobe Bryant, which – it would have been easier if they would have done eight. Uh, because I mean, he used two numbers. Let's go ahead and, and use the eight. But you put the 24 on it and then let them go. And whoever hits whatever number with 24 first. And right. I was like, okay, I, I got to see it. I got to yeah. see it in action. Yeah. And I'll be very honest with you. When I saw it in action, I was like, oh, my God. It was so fun, right? It's a bloodbath. Yeah. 
It was yeah. an absolute yeah. bloodbath. It's yeah. great. It was, and they actually played defense. They actually played hard. Kyle like, Lowry took two charges. Yeah. Two, one yeah. on James Harden. Which was amazing. They finally called an offensive foul on James Harden. It's yeah. like the all-star game. <laughs> to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then on a full speed LeBron James. Yeah. God love you, Kyle Lowry, <laughs> who is awesome. Which, oh, by the way, did you see the this weekend? Uh, I forgot who it was. It was like his famous rap DJ or whatever. Yeah. But he called Kyle Lowry, Raymond Felton with Drake's phone number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's a, that's a pretty good burn. That is a good good burn. It really is. Yeah, that was fantastic. It really is. I saw that Raymond Felton was tr- trending yeah. on Twitter. Yep. I was like, why is Raymond? I was like, please don't say Raymond Felton died. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I see. Kyle Lowry is, yeah. is Raymond Felton with Drake's phone number. That's, that's pretty fantastic. Good. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. But I I loved it. I I loved. Uh, you know, Chris Paul. You know, kind of came up with the idea. Yeah. Which is fine. I know Ice Cube. Try to come out and say, yeah. oh, hey, we want our money from what we did. Bro, you're the big three. Seriously. Not this. And, and I get it, Ice Cube. You've been making money off of like <laughs> uh, you know, other people's music for years and stuff. Like, I get, I don't, by the way, NWA sampled. I'm sorry. Yes, I know they were hardcore, <laughs> but they were sampling off 70s soul music. Anyway, point being, uh, Ice Cube wants the money, but whatever. Chris Paul kind of came up with the idea. And that just tells you the stroke that Chris Paul has in our beloved NBA. Two things happened over the weekend. Obviously, Silver listens to the idea, implements it. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Also, he did something that no other team in the NBA could do this year, has stick Luka on the bench. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Chris Paul played the entire fourth quarter, and honestly, he was in the running, I think, for MVP. Had Kawhi not won it, I think Chris Paul would have won it. Uh, but Luka has kind of been the media darling, fan favorite all season long. He's he's voted into the starting five, but goes to the bench in favor of Chris Paul. But he kind of earned it, right? Like, I mean, the, the West ended up, or I guess LeBron's team uh, ended up getting back into it because Chris Paul kind of went nuts there at the end. Yeah, no, and listen, uh, I think Chris Paul was just there, like you know, when your dad watches you on the playground, right? Like that's the only reason Chris Paul was on the floor <laughs> in the fourth. It was a comfort level with LeBron. It yeah, was, you look at you know who they had on the floor. They had LeBron. They had James Harden, uh, Russell Westbrook every now and then, uh, but Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis. Yeah, right. Yeah. So basically, those four, yeah. those four. Took on the East, came back in and and won. And I really do think think that Chris Paul was just there to steady everybody. Look, did you see during the timeouts, like LeBron and Chris Paul just giving the business to James Harden? Yeah, it was fantastic. It was awesome. Yeah, it was absolutely yeah. awesome. But the Thunder represented well this this All Star break between Chris Paul coming up with the idea for the new format and then him playing that whole fourth quarter and then Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Skills Challenge. I did want to talk about the dunk contest though. Did you think that uh, Aaron Gordon was screwed? Were you on Team DJJ or Team Aaron Gordon with that whole thing? I'm kind of confused about the whole thing because I think Aaron Gordon did enough to win. Right. And I think that uh, Dennis Jones Jr., whatever the hell his name is, I don't know. <laughs> Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr. did enough to win. Right. I really do. Uh, I think that somewhere along the way, uh, this became a really good idea gone bad because no one had the rules if they both were awesome. Yes. Yeah, and like, that's exactly what happened. I don't think either one of them won or lost. I really do think they tied. They, they were both winners. Now, do you believe in the whole conspiracy with the whole Dwayne Wade gave the wrong? He was supposed to give a ten and he gave a nine. Have you heard that whole no, thing? Absolutely. And comment. Yeah. I think comment threw him under the bus and so yeah. did Candace Parker. 
I did uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. Black Panther didn't say anything, <laughs> no, he didn't. which he never does. Wakanda forever. I mean, no, like he's not. Kidding. He's not going to break that code. He's actually dropped a notch in my Marvel universe because <laughs> I mean, really, the real Black Panther would have justice served. No, that's a good point. He's just going to sit there and let this travesty happen. Give them both the trophy. I'm fine with giving them both the trophy, but. I do think the one mistake that All-Star Weekend did make, they scared Aaron Gordon away. They did. He said he's not going to do it anymore. Never he said that's a wrap. He's going to be like, in five years, he's going to be one of the best in-game dunkers yep. that you'll see, and he's not going to touch the dunk contest, and I think that's a travesty. And I kind of don't blame him, really. I mean, he really probably does deserve two trophies and has zero to show for it. Now, here's a fun question to make it Thunder-related. Hamadou Diallo mm-hmm. tweeted out that it would have been an easy win. Yeah. Uh, we found out that he ended up not being in the dunk contest because of an injury. Yep. They just didn't want to risk it. Do you think that he could have beaten Aaron Gordon or uh, DJJ? No. <laughs> no. But should he have said what he said? Yes. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Because in the fans' mind, like, yeah. You would have won, like, because the imagination sure. just takes over. Like, yeah, he won last year. Of course he would have beat these yeah. guys. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Do you know how many buckets I got when my Achilles was torn? Oh, I was all over the place. I could have won anything. Now it's great. He did what he was supposed to do. You're supposed to, first of all, uh, dunkers are like boxers. Yeah. Or like MMA fighters. Uh, they're very braggatocious. Like, they're very, you know, uh, overconfident. They have to be, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, look what you're doing. You're defines physics. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of have to have an ego yes. to do that thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can't do it, but if I did, I'd be talking about it a lot. I can't do it, and I'm still egotistical. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just, if you're, yes, if you're a dunker, you're supposed to talk like that, and I'm perfectly fine. And, and you know what? He has a dunk contest under his belt. He yes. does. People forget he dunked over Shaq. Yes. And did the Vince Carter, like, through the, what, I mean, he did an awesome dunk. He did. Anytime Aaron Gordon showing up, though, it's just absolute magic. And, uh, you know, to whatever, because he plays with the magic. Sure, why not? <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. It's pretty awesome, though. Uh, but anytime he shows up, and it's just going to be a damn shame that he's not coming back. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's not. Sorry. One of the all-time best, and nothing to show for it. Yeah. It really does suck. kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. So, we talked about All-Star Weekend. I think now let's unveil what the people are really here for. I've been looking forward to this. Jerry pitched this idea to me, like, Two months ago. So I've been waiting because he's he's been telling me he'll like find me in an elevator at the Thunder Games. Like, oh, I thought of a good one. I thought I'd go in your neighbor gonna heard of this guy. <laughs> I can't even pronounce this dude's name. I love the fact you say I find you in an elevator. <laughs> no, bro, I just hang out in elevators. That's just what I do. I don't find you. It's, I'm always there. So I basically, and whenever I say I did this research, I had my interns uh look up. You know, the worst starter on each team. Did right? Madison and Brady come out with this list? Uh, no, no, they're past that point. <laughs> okay. They're, they've moved on. Okay, gotcha. I don't know if you're a wrestling guy, but uh, these are my NXT guys that did this. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so yeah. there you go. Because Brady and Madison now have been, you know, they're on SmackDown now. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not they're not NXT. They came from there. They've been promoted. Now they just do, do household chores for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Madison Morris, by the way. One of the most loyal employees I've ever had in my life. She is awesome. Uh, but she uh, she's actually taking uh, knitting stuff to my daughter right now. We actually paused the show so you can give the stuff to Madison. Because <laughs> my daughter is taking a knitting class at church on a Wednesday. Come at me, bro. I live that life. Okay, so here we go. Uh, so I have a list in front of me of, of the starters in the NBA, the worst starters in the NBA. And there's a couple of guys on here, um, like Willie Cauley-Stein for oh, the yeah. Warriors. Yeah. 
he was so bad he got tra- he got traded. Like, <laughs> yeah. so he's no longer available, right? Right. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Rodney Hood. You know, Rodney Hood. Yeah. 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 He's bounced around. There's another guy. Uh, and then I had to say Myers Leonard for Madison because Madison absolutely loves Myers Leonard. Yep. Uh, but he is on this list uh, for the Heat and just different guys like that. Uh, Taj Gibson. Ta- oh, yeah. Taj Gibson. That's is- right. He is starting. That's how bad the Knicks are. I mean, I love Taj. By the way. Oh, by the way, he is starting. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the sort right. of yeah. focus yeah. on this entire list. So, yes. All right. So, I'm going to give you uh, my starting five. Four, and then I'll give you the MVP because this guy is just, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right, so let's start with Tony Snell for the Pistons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. If Tony Snell's a starter for you, that's pretty bad news. He is a starter, and uh, he had a hell of a game. I'm a Piston fan. Uh, yes, even now, I'm a Piston fan <laughs> uh, right now. So he had a hell of a game where he, I think he went five of six, maybe six of seven from the three-point range, just knocked it out earlier, right? Yeah. Oh, crap. Like he was dead as a door. Like he just the work, just no personality. Like zero personality. <laughs> George Blaha, who's a legend uh, in Detroit, he was like really hyping him up, kind of doing like Brian Davis. Sort of think that kind of right, attitude. Just right. Hey, Tony, you had a great game. And he's like, yeah, I, you know, I just want to thank my teammates for giving me the ball. It's like you know, first of all, speak up, Tony. Like I know it's a microphone, but the guys in the truck are cranking this thing up all the way. <laughs> Do you ever think you have a shooting? Uh, you just had to throw softballs at that point. Right. You ever think you have a shooting night like that? Oh, I just, you know, you practice a lot and you get up there and it's like, oh, God. I would cut the damn thing like in the middle of the, no, no, I do not want to talk to Tony <laughs> Snell anymore. Tony Snell doesn't want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to him. Uh, just terrible. I've Tony never Snell. heard Tony Snell talk, but I imagine that's a killer Tony Snell impression. But that's, <laughs> Nailed that's, it. <laughs> yeah, but that's how much of a non-all-star he is. I have no, I've never even seen him speak. Okay. I kind of feel bad about this one, but not really. Uh, Chris Dunn for oh, the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Lou Dort when you said I feel bad about this one. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're going to like tick off half of our list. I would take Lou Dort over Chris Dunn. Absolutely. Chris Dunn was supposed to be the future for a couple of teams. Yeah, he was. And for, just never got the Timberwolves, yep, yeah. Nets, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was supposed to be really good. Yeah, but now he's done. Yeah, yeah. Like it with two ends. Yep. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we're going to need a uh, crystal if you could put in one of those rim shots. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do. So anyway, uh, Chris Dunn, he's going to be out for the next, what, six to eight weeks. But before that, boy, he was killing it. Uh, <laughs> not even close to double digits uh, as a starter. And just the Chicago Bulls are trash, blah, blah, yep. blah. Just terrible. So here we go. The non-stars. Here we go. Tony Snell, Chris Dunn. How about Bismack Biombo? Bismack Biombo. Biombo. Yeah. I forgot he was in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember he's in the league, but I, I thought for sure he was a backup, honestly. You forgot he's in the league. The Hornets are paying this guy out the ear. He has one of the worst contracts in all the NBA. Does, he is, is he just, making double digits? Oh, he is making hella buku money. And you got John on John Ham on last week. Ask yeah. him. He has all those damn salaries. <laughs> yeah. But basically, this guy is the Equate brand of Serge Ibaka <laughs> making a ton of money for the Charlotte Hornets. Not doing a damn thing, except for yeah. being Bismack Biombo. Yeah. So. Except for surprise me right now that he's a starter. Okay. You ready? Yep. And, and this is, I, it surprised me this was not a female. Uh, Dorian Finney Smith. Oh, yeah. For the Mavs. Yes. Yeah. That kind of sounds like a comic book here, like a, a lady comic book here, <laughs> right? Doesn't it? Yeah. And then she turns into like Spectra Man or Woman <laughs> or 
<laughs> I don't know pronouns. I'm terrible at this. 2020. Whichever way she wants to be is okay. Hit, hit me hard. <laughs> I am not a pronoun guy at all. Uh, but yeah, Dorian uh, Finney-Smith, this is Mark Cuban's big joke on, I don't know what Rick Carlisle did to him like in the past, but you know, he won the one championship. He's been loyal to, what's his name, the, the owner of the, the Mavs. I just lost it. Mark Cuban? Mark Cuban, yeah. 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 Anyway, Mark Cuban always plays practical jokes on uh, Rick Carlisle, giving him a, you know, he's like, hey, we got Porzingis. He's like, awesome. Who else? Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. <laughs> Rick Carlisle's like, all right, all right. I'll make he's, it work. He's so laid back. He's yeah. like, Just, that's cool, dude. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right. And then the only guy to have double digits uh, scoring in my in my top five here, the MVP, Damian Lee. Damian, oh, for the Warriors. For the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I pick on this guy? You're wondering, right? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's a warrior, first of all. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, big chance for him to to open it up, right? And it, yeah. It, it, you know, nobody is healthy. Nobody's doing anything on the Warriors this year. Damian Lee, uh, you could want to root for this guy, right? Yeah. Except for he's juiced in. Do you not know that he's juiced in? No, I didn't know that. He is the brother-in-law to Steph Curry. Is he really? Yes, he's married in the family. Wow. There's no way they're going to dump him. <laughs> Or bench him. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Damian Lee hasn't been playing that well. Steph's like, mm, I'd keep him on if I were you. Yeah. And everybody in the organization is like, okay, <laughs> Damian Lee still. This guy's the MVP. He is so juiced in to this awful Warriors team. They're, you know, and people are on the Astros about cheating. Right. The Warriors are losing on purpose. They are. They absolutely oh, are. Oh, God. You know their dudes are healthy. I mean, like, Draymond Green had missed way more games than he could have. Klay Thompson's not even trying to rehab. Did Steph, we see what Steph is doing? Yeah, his hand looks healthy to me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all a bunch of junk. It is. Yeah. And the Warriors. So, yes, those are my fall stars. Tony Snell, Bismack Biombo, Dorian Finney-Smith, Chris Dunn, and Damian Lee. That was a great list. That was worth the wait. It was a terrible. I mean, it's it a was ter a terrible. It's a it terrible, was a terrible list. list. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing that all five of those guys are starters. Unbelievable. I had no idea Damian Lee was, was Steph Curry's brother in law. That's <laughs> crazy. That'd be, that'd be like the uh, well, yeah, like keep... the Bucks have like signed like all, all eight in, of like Kubo, uh, yeah. brothers, yeah. right? And I guess if, if he was hurt and they were tanking, they'd just all get playing time, right? Yes. Yeah. This is, I mean, this just tells you nepotism is everywhere, yeah. right? It is. Imperialism <laughs> is everywhere. So just because somebody's brother is like your boss at work, bro, it's going on everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the Thunder signed Andre Robertson's brother to the yeah, G League, to the G right? League, right? But I mean, at least they had enough like class and character not to put him on a starting lineup, right? <laughs> <laughs> Until we were talking about that today. If uh, it breaks bad with Andre and he can't play again, I mean, do they give him a coaching job with the G League? Oh, that's a, and then he's, right? his brother's coach. Right? Well his, well, his brother starts all the time with the G League, right? And he, and he gets all the minutes. Yes. Yeah, that's a good question. So, I mean, that that's, like I said, it happens everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm currently, is, it, is it happening here at the franchise? No. Uh, oh, God, no. I don't know if you've paid attention. We got rid of everybody. <laughs> like, I just can't talk. It can't happen. There's hardly anyone left. Jeez. I'll, I'll double check, but... You're right. The few people left might be juiced in. They're just not telling anybody. I'm sorry. Uh, is that too soon? No, that was great. Is that, okay. It, 
Okay, I just I oh, hey, I still have a job, so I'm I'm perfectly fine. And when I get canned, by all means, please. Which will be about four hours after we release this podcast. <laughs> make, make fun of me. I'm totally cool with it. It's fine. Okay, so uh, now that we've covered the All Star Game and the All Star Break and the non stars, the last thing I want to talk to you about: Thunder are back this Friday yep. against the Nuggets. Yep, uh, they're 33 and 22. They're in the sixth seed right now. Uh, one spot of the mass, probably because they're starting Dorian Finney-Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of the Thunder the rest of the way? What what do you see happening? What seed will they end up in? Can they upset anybody in the playoffs? Will they still one or two games in the playoffs? What do you think? I'm kind of mixed about some stuff with them right now because now what they did, the one thing that they did get at the uh, trade deadline, expectations. That's true. They absolutely true. now have expectations. Chris Paul is a national story now. They got to show off. Obviously, he was playing all the minutes in the fourth quarter. Uh, so he there's expectations on this team. And I think you've sort of seen them feel it a little bit uh, before they, they squeezed out that win right before in, in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, they didn't necessarily play that great against the Celtics. No, they didn't. You know, they didn't play great uh, a couple of games back. The Cavaliers, the Pistons. And so you look at that, and I think that they sort of – all got inventory, took inventory of who's in the locker room now. I guess we're here. I guess we're going to do this. And just a deep breath of, all right, let's see what we can do. Uh, construct it the way they are. It's weird how chemistry works, isn't right. it? Yeah, it and, is. And that's that goes in anywhere. It comes in you know, your job if you're driving a truck or, you know, you, me and you, Brandon. I mean, we have some sort of chemistry here that's, yeah. that's weird. Now, don't get too crazy <laughs> with it. But, I mean, it's, it is sort of weird. Crystal with the chemistry with the black <laughs> cat suit. That's so odd. Uh, but chemistry is weird. And this team just happens to have it. Yeah. If you put it down on a on a whiteboard or you know or you looked at it on paper because nobody uses paper anymore. I get it. I watch The Office. Uh, but if you looked <laughs> at it on paper, this really doesn't make sense. Like no. Three point guards, right? Danila Gallinaro, uh, Gallinari, who's looking for greener pastures or sunnier pastures and, and whatever, and just this mix of young kids that you don't know what they have. Yeah. It just all sort of worked. I remember talking to Billy Donovan, John Hammond, and I did uh, on Media Day. And I was like, if you can put this three-guard lineup together, yeah. you can innovate some stuff and really yeah. make things work. And I really do think he – I think he has. Yeah, I, th I think that maybe they're, he is kind of pioneering maybe something that other teams are going to start to emulate. Oh, they're going to copy it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're, you're seeing it with a, a team that's overachieving. I mean, they're, they're playing better than their talent level. And like you said, a lot of that goes down to chemistry. But also this three-guard lineup, I think we might start to see this happen more often in the NBA – with even more talented team, I mean, look at the Warriors. If mm -hmm. they decide to add a, another guard to Curry and Clay once they get healthy, add another guard in there. Uh, I mean, you really could start seeing some some more stuff like this. And you see what Houston's doing with with the no center thing. Oh God, all guards, all guards. Holy yeah, crap! Yeah, it's, it's getting crazy. <laughs> it yeah. <is. laughs> so, but but I'm I'm curious to see what happens with this Thunder team going down the stretch. I, I do think you're right. I think expectations not only with the team but with fans. Yep. You know, in the beginning, every every loss was like, hey, they only lost by four points. And it That's was close. Good. It was great. Right. It's everything you want. They're going to lose, and they're going to be competitive. Exactly. Now, they, you know, they barely beat a Pelicans team, or, the, you know, they lose to a, a decent Spurs team or a, a good Celtics team. And fans are kind of like, hey, we've kind of expected this team to, yep. to, to win. So... And, and the schedule's not easy uh, from here on out. They had kind of a soft stretch, but from here on out, they're going to be playing some tough teams. So we'll see what happens. They're locked into a playoff spot. So do you think 
that I mean something seismic would have to happen for them not to make the playoffs at this point. Sure. Do you see them having <clears throat> any chance at all to upset, let's say, the Rockets or Jazz or Nuggets? I do. I really nice. I, not the Nuggets. God. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, the, yeah. the Nuggets are the worst idea. Like not only because the matchup is terrible, they have no. Uh, Stephen Adams has problems with itches. Yeah. He just if, <laughs> yeah, if, there's that's true. A, if there's an itch yeah. in the NBA, he can't deal with it. Yeah, that's Jokic, Nurkic, yep. all, all the them, itches. All the itches. Yeah. Yes, Vucevic. <laughs> He's got 99 <laughs> problems and itches are that's all of right. them. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But uh, you know, the, but I think that uh, yeah, the Rockets. Hell yeah, they can beat the Rockets. Utah. Yes, they can beat Utah. I, I do think that uh, because of the clutch and the clutchness and clutch gene of, of yeah. Chris Paul and, and how close they've played. Uh, will it happen? I don't know. Right. I don't, but my expectation is it's going to be way competitive, and I would not be surprised if they scoot it to a second round. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I, I really hope that they can kind of stay in, locked in that sixth seed, because if they do, they could end up you know, playing a team like the Rockets or Jazz, and I think they could upset them. I think that if they play the Clippers um, or Lakers, they're going to get beat, obviously. Sure. But, you know, might steal one or two games from them. Be a nice series. Hey, you get to see LeBron in Oklahoma City a few times, or I mean, it'd be fun to play the Clippers just because the narrative and the storyline sure. with with everything that happened, and especially now with Reggie Jackson, Patrick yep. Beverly, Paul George. So the Thunder are kind of in a no lose situation, I think, going forward. They they get a, a sexy team like the Lakers or Clippers, or you get a team that maybe you can beat in the Rockets or Jazz, or I guess the one worst case scenario would be. The I talked itch. to Michael Kinney about this, and I don't know if you know about uh, Michael Kinney or you ever had him on the show. You should. He's a cool dude. Him and I are going to start a haberdashery. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we talked about this. That Denver, Oklahoma City would be Sunday night, eight o'clock tip. Yes. Just, it would just be bare. The NBA would be like, no, 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 yeah. no. Just put that. You know, hey, uh, Lakers and whatever. <laughs> look over here. You're right. That would be so, the, the worst case scenario. That is really, and 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 honestly, Denver's a great team, great coach. They are a lot of really good players. But I mean, they're kind of like Oklahoma City right now. No sex appeal. Yep. No sex appeal at all. Yep. Jerry. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Can you think of anything else? I like. I have you, and I've waited for this moment, and now I have you. You've talked about our chemistry. We're in a, a small enclosed room. It is a little <laughs> too close for comfort. That's that's fine though, because you guys don't have any equipment that you could have put out. That this would have been like in the in the boardroom would have been really awesome. But no, we don't have that. That's fine. Uh, no, no, it's, it, no. I really want to get this over as quick as possible. Uh, <laughs> That is, it's been fantastic. I, I love the idea uh, of what you do. Really enjoyed Thank meeting you. you this season. Yes, I think absolutely. you do a hell of a job. Thank and uh, I think we're going to start having you on on some of the Franchise Thunder Insider shows. I'd love that. And, and do, going forward and doing stuff like that. So, no, it, it, this really is a, a nice marriage made in heaven. Absolutely. Like, well, I said marriage. I'm sorry. Am I jumping the gun, too? <laughs> no. I, uh, well, maybe we can I'm... court a little more. <laughs> just, just I, like, I like the courting phase. Okay, yeah, let, but, let, but it's building to something. Special. Like marriage. Yeah, Absolutely. it really is. Yeah, we're, we're in a nice spot right now. They're crystal done screwed up. Thank you for listening and for supporting Daily Thunder. If you leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, you might hear it on the show. You can follow our guest, Jerry Ramsey, at TV's Jerry, and you can follow me at Brandon Rabar as I cover the Thunder Beat. If you become a patron of the show, you'll receive early access to Daily Thunder content, including bonus podcast segments, along with a weekend edition, a rundown of the best stories, news, tweets, and shenanigans from the Thunder universe, complete with a letter from the editor written exclusively for our patrons. You can join today at patreon.com slash dailythunder. This podcast is produced by TV's Jerry Ramsey, as you heard this episode. Rachel Jameson is going to try to take credit don't listen to her. You can follow her at Rach Jameson. 
Send your questions and feedback to dailythunder at gmail.com and stay on dailythunder.com every day to catch the latest Thunder news, recaps, analysis, interviews, and all kinds of nonsense. We'll see you next week.